0: I mean, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. You know, parenting today is called responsibility.
1: Yeah. You know, and I love how we define responsibility. Responsibility in our household means you're responding to your ability to do what needs to get done.
0: Hello everyone. We are Greg and Jackie Francis and welcome to High Performance Parenting where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week we'll bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six. <laughs> yeah, six. Happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life.
1: We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Okay everybody welcome back. So <laughs> um I know we ended the last podcast on kind of a funny note, Jackie, um inhaled a moth while we while she was That's talking. funny to you. <laughs> I had a resuscitator over here while i try it's to funny stop to you. while i try to stop laughing
0: which means you're not helping me at all
1: i helped you and you By know laughing because you yeah. like humor and then she grabbed her water so fast she almost broke her front tooth with the water bottle.
0: that's gonna cost don't speak that
1: i, I don't know if you guys uh, for some of you out there that have never done a podcast you know how we typically do this we'll 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 record like three or four in a row, you know, while we're sitting here. And it's the way for us to manage our schedule. I know we release them like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, but, I mean, we've we've done six today. And so we're getting to the end. where <laughs> It's like your tongue's starting to swell. Well, now they're going to get the good stuff. T- this is when the good stuff We're getting a little up. slap happy at this point. <laughs> Anyways, but that was really funny. Um, Mostly so for you. Back to, uh, yeah, thanks for doing that for my entertainment. Um, back to... Uh, we're going to wrap up this series of just some philosophies that have really helped shape how we uh, not only do sports, but just do life run our house. And I don't know, I think there's a real real power in having go-to statements that get reinforced. You know, we kind of ended talking about, you know, we can do hard things and just the, the proof that gets built, but it's more than even just building the proof. It's actually naming it, right? It's actually communicating it. It's calling it something. So that way, every time that they even hear that statement, all the reminders come back. Right.
0: Yeah. And sometimes the kids actually, they, you know, print them out and they keep them in front of them, whether it's where they do their homework or whether it's on their mirror or whether it's, you know, somewhere by their bed Yeah, so they can start memorizing it and ingraining it so they actually can apply it.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like another philosophy we have is, uh, we ask our kids all the time. So, you know, when you're doing something, if you fail or if you, you know, fall down, how many times do you get back up? We always asking them, what Every would, they, what would they say? Every time. Right. Mm-hmm. Every time. They know there's not a limit. Because we've also taught them that you you can never beat a person who won't quit. Right. Right. And so it's just a, it's a, it's just a philosophy on resilience and never giving up. We get back up every single time. You're probably going to fall down. You're probably going to scrape your knees. You're probably going to make some mistakes. You're probably going to really do dumb stuff here and there. But how many times you get back up? It's every single time. And it's so important. And again, it's like. You know, when you're out there and I'm I'm teaching, uh, I can think of a time I'm teaching, I think it was Ellie, how to hit a wiffle ball. Because the kids wanted to play wiffle ball, but she's always the one that is the youngest, right? And so she has to try to keep up and play every sport as the, she's not our youngest youngest, but the youngest usually playing together because there's a little gap between Hunter and them. And she's just had this whole history of doing this, you know, when, when uh, Abby and Bella were learning how to w- hit a wiffle ball, they were probably nine, <laughs> you know, something like that. But um you know, Hunter was four or five, and so I'm sorry, not Hunter, uh, Ellie. She's four or five, and so she's trying to get out there and do this. And I remember, just I had to pitch to her and pitch to her, and she kept swinging and missing and swinging and missing. You know, she's doing the thing where she's staring right at me and swinging and not even look at the ball, and it was just time after time. And then once in a while, she'd take the the ball off, she'd follow it off, you know. And we just had to keep going. And I'll tell you, as a dad, I was getting tired. But I'm just like, listen, you know, she was getting frustrated. It would have been so easy. She's like, I don't really know if I want to keep going. I'd be like, no, no, you know, because just because you're failing, how many times do we keep trying? She says, every time, dad, every time. And she got this built in. Now, she's like our best hitter, you know, out there. She is the, one of the most competitive. She's the first one that wants to play with a ball. She can crank the ball. But, and she's she's honestly probably as good or better than her siblings in a lot of capacities. But it's because I'm so glad that we had this philosophy before the situations happened because that's what got us through them. Yeah, and I
0: think what's neat is, you know, if you're sitting here thinking, oh, gosh, how do I start with all this? Because I think that's a lot of times, you know, as parents, we're like, I got so much on my plate. You know, how do I even start with this? Well, it just starts with the little things, you know, being consistent with the little things. You know, Um, you're right. You you can't just throw this all together and change everything in your life. I mean, it's got to become a habit. That you start ingraining in your family. But if if you do it together and you say, you know what, this is kind of our new philosophy. Let's sit down, look at what our philosophies are, not only in like sports, but maybe in your whole family dynamic, academics, the way you raise your family, um, you know, all of it. The whole the whole package. Yeah. Then you can start writing it down yourself and start teaching it to your kids. It's kind mm-hmm. of how it comes back to our team meetings that we have every week. Yeah. You know, is this wasn't something that just like, hey, we're gonna start this tomorrow. It was like we started having a team meeting and teaching it to our kids and giving them examples. So when the next time something happens, how, how could we handle it? Let's, let's kind of role play this. Yeah. How could we do this? And what's cool is as you teach your children, the older will start teaching the youngers yeah. all the time. That's right. Um, because now I look at like, you know, the way Ellie, of course, but Hunter, you know, the kids tell us all the time, you know, Hey Hunter, we're going to, we're going to speak this correctly. This is in our family, how we handle these kind of situations. You know, and they teach her. and She's like, oh, and even at four, she's like, oh, that's what we say? And they're like, that's what we say. Repeat after me. You know, and she's so excited about it because she hears her siblings um, speak with such confidence and with so much love and with so much, like, persistence in their life and every aspect of their life that she's like, I want what you have. And she knows that our family is different than most. And that's such a good thing. I think more than anything, when we talk about all these philosophies of our life really, is that we're not trying to be like every other family out there. Mm-hmm. And neither are our children. And so many times they'll they'll say, hey mom, we do things differently. Mm-hmm. And I like how we do things. You know, we people were telling me in their house, they don't talk as nicely to each other like we do. Or, you know, now that we encourage each other on the field, They say, my sister would never do that for me. Mm -hmm. You know, or, you know, my mom and dad, like, I'm close to my mom and dad, but I'm not really close to my sister. I wish I was like you guys are. Mm -hmm. And it comes from us working as a family. Yeah. Having philosophy. Or or you
1: get the opposite. You get the ornery kid who's like, oh, you guys are friends. I don't even like my sister. And then our kids, we've had talked them through three scenarios and we just say, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, we do.
0: And we don't agree with the kid.
1: Yeah, we, we teach our kids so how to have those responses because they don't know what else to do. They just look through you like, uh, they get stuck. But then after we've talked these through quite a few times, they know what to do now, right? Because I think that's, that's a big part of our team meetings also is when we have discussions, these things come up. Right. You know, because there's a safe place to talk about these things. And they would ask like, well, this happened. This person said this. And I didn't really know what to do. What would you guys do? Like, it's so great to have those conversations.
0: Well, and even just today, you know, now that the kids are getting in the car after sports, you know, and... You know, some days they're going to do well in sports and some days they aren't, but giving them the chance first to say, so how'd it go today? Instead of being the first one to be like, guys, you should have done this differently. You should have done this. And why, yeah. you, you know what I mean? And for them to say, you know what, actually, I think I could improve in this, but I was happy with this. And mm. I'm always happy to hear that kind of stuff. But yep. you know what really fuels me is when they say, you know what, though, this girl was having a hard moment and I just helped her out. Mm. You know, I, I told you, you got this. Mm. You know, like, I've seen what you've been doing today, and you can do this. Yeah. You know, or they, you know, they have snacks in their bag, and, and they told me one coach came up today and gave cookies to all their team and said, well, you're you're not on our team, so I can't give you one. Yeah. <laughs> and our kids were like, you know, maybe we should bring cookies and show everybody how we give them to everybody. You know, yeah. maybe, and I'm like, you know what, I love that. And I know that coach is probably doing, com- like, camaraderie and trying, you know, but it's like, why can't we be more encouraging? Yeah. In all aspects.
1: Yeah, I guess the big lesson is that our kids would do it different. you know, they because, would. Of, because of their heart. And I yeah.
0: tell them all the time, I said, you know, even if nobody ever does that for you, I'm really proud of you for recognizing that.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. you're trying to learn and teach others how to just encourage each other. We're never in competition with other people. We're always in competition with ourselves. Yeah. And everything we do in life, we got to look in the mirror. And yeah. It's not about like, I got to beat that person. Yeah. You know, I mean, our flesh wants to, of course, all the sure. time.
1: We're made that way. But. It's good.
0: We got to look in the mirror and say, how am I, how can I be the best version of me today? Yeah. In all areas of my life. Yeah.
1: There needs to be a scoreboard or else it's not a real sport. Yeah. Right, the the whole participation trophy philosophy obviously is a tremendous flop from anyone who's ever participating in it. Mm-hmm. It does not produce any; it doesn't grow you at all. That's why you know, without a scoreboard, there's no such thing as a game. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. And our kids get that, so they want to win at the end of the game. But there's also a, a lot of character that gets involved with the process of that. And that's that's like another one of our sports philosophy is that is teach them how to compete. Like like when you win you win with honor, Mm -hmm. right? Because how many times we've seen people just go too crazy about you know just like rubbing it in other people's face or just being really rude or doing all their different stuff and, th- and the worst part is you see it all over TV nonstop you know and it's so then of course are you know your your our kids see those people and then they want to emulate them and, and it's just kind of dumb you know there's a lot of ways to do it with class you can you can celebrate with class right
0: absolutely uh,
1: and I do think you should celebrate I do I don't I don't think you should not celebrate you should celebrate hardcore if you work your butt off and you won. At the same time you can do it with class or the other team. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it
0: doesn't always have to be a in your face yeah. type thing.
1: You yeah, know what I, mean? I mean you don't you know, we we've heard this talk before, but how how do you how do you have the tallest building in town? You either tear other people down around you to make yourself look better, or you do the hard work to build yourself up. Right. Right. And that's a series of character choices, et cetera. And so we teach our kids, you know what, we're not tearing other people down around us, but We can still be the tallest building in town by building ourselves up.
0: Well, and to be honest with you, if if you think about it, it's like any time somebody loses, it never feels good. Yeah. Like it never feels good, you know? So, you know, smearing it in somebody's face doesn't, you know, make them feel good, number one. And guess what? We all lose sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, does it feel good if somebody does that to you? No. Yeah. So I just tell the kids. And, you know, when somebody behaves that way, I just say, you know, they're not being classy. That's yeah. not how we want to live our lives. So let's get going. Let's yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Which is all the reason why we need to be present for our kids, you yeah. know, to make sure that we're there to help answer their questions and let them know that behavior wasn't okay. No matter if a coach thought it was okay. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. the coaches get into it too. Yeah. If the parents think it's okay to be rude and stuff like that, it's not. Yeah. It's just not. I like think it's
1: a little tricky, you know, when we're teaching our kids that are 10 or 11 how to, you know don't pay attention to what that coach or <laughs> parents do. Over right. There. But over time they get it too. They're like, okay, these are just, you know, older versions of kids. Right. <laughs> and,
0: and to teach you kids that that's why you don't want to behave like that. Yeah. Because nobody can respect you when you behave like that.
1: Yeah. So anyways, this is all really good stuff. Um, you know, you and I do so much coaching with business people on cultures and how cultures need to be consistently reinforced. You know, the reason we're even throwing – some of these philosophies out because what it does, it it creates our household culture, you know, whether it's in sports or whether it's in our home and it's so important, you know, and how do you reinforce a culture? Well, when people aren't living up to what our cultural philosophical standards are, first of all, you got to make sure they know them. You know, if, if, if they don't know them, how do they live up to them? You know, number two, you got to face in to correction when people aren't performing at the level of your cultural standards and you have to do it without delay. Which honestly takes some self-image. It takes working on yourself. It takes reading some books on how to be able to positively correct. It takes doing it in private, not in public. It takes getting you know shedding this whole loser concept that gets built in everybody. That I don't like conflict, right? You should really like conflict, but just do it as a do it with um, an intentionality for improvement. You know, not in a different way. You know, and and that's huge. And the third. You know, thing. Well,
0: when co- you say conflict, though, it has to be in good communication. We can't just yeah. be screaming and yelling in conflicts. That's yeah, yeah, not... you're
1: right. I mean, that word it probably yes, needs to be defined a little bit. Exactly. What I'm referencing is when someone's making a mistake. You know, it's like how do you correct? And you know, I I try to teach people all the time that I that I'm in leadership over that. Listen. If you would rather just keep making the mistakes, which will negatively affect your life, mm-hmm. and then eventually beat your head against the wall long enough, where now you know it hurt bad enough, long enough, so now you're going to make an adjustment. That's fine, but that's a costly example. You, you learn things one or two ways: mistakes or mentors. That's right. I said if you want me to mentor you, then you got to be. You got to realize a couple of things. Number one, it's going to be more uncomfortable for me, more of a risk for me to actually correct you. Right. Because I don't know if you're mature enough to handle it. And if you're not, then it hurts our relationship from your end because you aren't mature enough. You know? However, I'm willing to do it because most people love you where you're at. I'll love you enough to not let you stay where you're at. And that's the same thing we have to do with our kids and our household. We have to love them enough to not let them stay where they're at to actually get some of these things on track. And we have to do that extra work. But we got to face into it. And it does take energy. It takes some skill. It takes... Just getting your heart right about it. It takes growing in patience. It takes learning how to take some deep breaths, you know?
0: And being responsible. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. You know, parenting today is called responsibility.
1: Yeah. You know, and I love how we define responsibility. Responsibility in our household means you're responding to your ability mm-hmm. to do what needs to get done.
0: And some days it's more fun, it's easier, and yeah. some days it's not.
1: Yeah. And you know, um, the last thing about, Reinforcing cultures is that you have to verbally and publicly edify for performing the standards. Correct. You know, which is we do just along the way, but there's power in us doing weekly team meetings where people get to actually edify each other. Our kids get to edify each other for the things that they know are standards. And they just con its just constant reinforcement. You know, we do our prayers at night. Um, we always have fun with that, right? We let a different person pray every night. We put them in the middle, and they do this this awesome, powerful prayer. And then we we kind of like bounce them around in the middle of the circle for a little bit and laugh about it. And Then we get in a circle and do like the whoosh whoosh thing back and forth. And but we all team Francis. That though,
0: you remember we always
1: yeah. So after they get into their prayers, we yeah. all put our hands on right. whoever's in the middle, and we all say we one speak thing that one we're one thing we love about really them. we love about them. We're very proud of them about. Right.
0: And it's so funny because obviously the rotation is every eight days mm-hmm. in our family. And everybody is so excited for both to pray. Yeah. And through the years, their prayers have just been, I mean, growing in levels. That yeah, just... you should
1: hear Hunter pray, pray right now, She's four years old.
0: Such an amazing princess warrior mm-hmm. prayer partner for all of us. But they all love to pray and they all love to speak. In the word and i mean in the holy spirit when we're praying and they mm-hmm. all love to hear something about themselves that everybody cares about yeah. them for and i think that just goes down to all of us a four-year-old does and so does a 44 year old Yeah, you know i mean like we all care that the people that we care most about care about us and i think if we all understand that it takes a, a community to raise amazing champions, then we will reach out to other people to help reinforce some of this stuff. I mean, we'll get down to it at some other time, but like even how we do birthday parties for our kids, you know, it's, there's no randomness to it. You know, the way we plan out to celebrate our children and more important, the words that are spoken over our children, the day of their birthday from those that we love and trust to speak over our kids has changed the direction of what they're doing and what we're doing every single year. Mm -hmm. and someday maybe we'll get down to that because we know how important the power of the words are
1: right on well this was great
0: yes we'll do it again
1: yeah glad you didn't choke on a moth this time
0: don't want to talk about it
1: (laughs) we should talk about it some
0: more goodbye we
1: gotta do some videos so people can see what i see hey everyone thanks for listening and thanks for your love and support we hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world.
0: To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time.